Good afternoon, Grand Rapids. Thank you so much for tuning in to your number one urban radio station here in West Michigan. Playing the best in urban R&B and old school magic 104.9. This is your girl, Teresa M. Blakely, and you're now tuned in to In Life Now Radio, which is your number one Sunday talk show. And listen, you know, family, I'm always excited every single Sunday with every single special guest that we have in the studio with us. But listen, today, as we get ready to bring 2017 to a close in this holiday season, I have my girl, Tara Jones, here, and she is the owner of Your Pretty Pennies. And guess what? She's a finance financial coach, a financial advisor. Yes, all things money with Tara Jones. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you to hold on to your seats because I really believe that she's going to really be a blessing to all of us and help us prepare to enter into 2018 with a better plan when it comes to our money. So how you doing today, Tara? I am doing good. Thank you for having me, Teresa. You know how much I adore you, so <laughs> I'm so excited to be on. Oh, my God. And this has been a long time in the making, Girl, right? Yes, it has. <laughs> We've been missing each other and yes. crazy schedules. Yes. And so I'm so glad when I was like, Teresa, I'm available to yeah. you. Let me know. Absolutely. Like, Come on, girl. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. And what a way to, to bring out to bring a close to the to the new year, you know, talking about finances. But listen, Tara, before we dive off into your pretty pennies and all of the great work that that you're doing, I want you to take a moment because there's some people driving in their cars. There's some people listening by phones. They got their earplugs in and they're like, Tara Jones, I think I heard about her. Introduce yourself to West Michigan and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. I'm Tara Jones and I'm a native Grand Rapidian. So I've been here since the age of five. I come from a military background. Um, the youngest of six kids and yes. Six? Yes. Wow. Yep. I just learned something new about you. <laughs> Are you yep. the baby? I am the baby. No wonder. There it is right there. <laughs> a lot of these things, as we start to unfold all of this, you'll be like, yeah, I can see why she got that spirit, why mm-hmm. she got that drive. Because mm-hmm. you know the babies, they something different. Yeah, they, they are. something different. And I know it, and I own it, and I created a business around it, so I'm not, I'm not mad about it. The, the stigma behind it. But yeah, so I'm 28 years old and I'm a financial success coach and I work with individuals to create the lifestyle that they desire using their money and creating a financial plan. Um, you know, I have an eight-year-old, so I'm a mommy of an eight-year-old, single parent, and I'm sure we'll get into my you story. You look too young to be a mommy. I am too young to be a mommy. <laughs> this <laughs> well, I didn't mean it in a negative no, way. It is what it is. Like, I, if I would realize, I had my daughter when I was 21. If okay. I realized what it took, because you know, when you're 21, 2018, you think you know everything. Yeah. Nobody can tell you nothing. Come on. So. I was too young to have a child. Even though I was 21, I was in the middle of college, so I was out of high school. You know, the mm-hmm. stigma is like, oh, once you're out of high school, high school, once you're out of your parents' home, you grown negative. Yeah. I don't think I became completely grown mentally until I was like 26. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Till I start building my business. And that's when I started building my business, actually. But I don't think I was, you know, fully prepared to take on motherhood until I had to get in it, right? So... Long story short, I became a single parent in college um, and me and my daughter, we just rocked it out. And now we have this great life. I'm running my business from home. I'm a full-time entrepreneur and I'm a mom 
and I could volunteer at her school whenever <laughs> I want because it's so passionate. I'm so passionate about that. So I just absolutely love it. I became an entrepreneur May of this year. I was working okay. at Amway wow. for a few years, working in quality assurance. I know they miss you. Girl, they do. They still call me. Yeah, we want you back. <laughs> they still call me because I had to train somebody. They created my position for me while I was there. And they still like call me back. I was like, you sure you don't want to take over this position? Yes. Do you have any time yes. in your schedule to kind of come part-time? And I'm like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, my, my ministry is finance yeah. and, and delivering people out of financial bondage. Like I have to continue to, you know, do my my thing over mm-hmm. here so it's, I love it's that. fun I love that you know what and as I was sitting here listening to you talk uh, Tara one of the things that uh, just uh, my mind just went to is that Amway still you left Amway good yes, right did. you didn't burn that that no, that ma'am. bridge even in the pursuit of building your business mm-hmm. you still stayed in good relationship with them yeah. um, I already and I feel it you have already just sparked the uh, the attention of somebody out there so I want I want you to talk for a moment about um, keeping a good relationship with your employer while you're still trying to grind does that make sense yeah and that that's actually the culture today, right? People yeah. are starting to realize that you need more than one stream of income. You you got to have a little bit more going on as far as financially and bringing some income in and serving the world than at your nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we are building our businesses in the wee hours of the night after we leave our nine to five. That's yes. exactly what I did for two years before I actually parted ways with my employer. So one thing that I made sure to do was not to mix the two businesses or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm to me I'm a a entrepreneur or a business in myself. I call myself me incorporated. Yeah. And so Amway is one income stream and that's one of my businesses, even though they pay me a check, Ooh, that's right? That's good. And then I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I'm I have to keep them separate. And so when I'm at work from my hours used to be eight to four thirty. When I'm at work from eight to four thirty, I give my all to there. That's mm-hmm. what they everything that's on my job description, that's what I do. I do not let my work stuff, you know, my business stuff. I my just heard somebody business. say ouch. I just saw somebody <laughs> online, you we know, trying to printing, do something real quick. Right. We ain't printing <laughs> off our business sheets. We not watching YouTube while we working on Checking business. Checking the stuff. business email. Come on. Come on. Cause you know <laughs> Y'all know how y'all do. We trying to get you straight. What you say? If you can't say amen, say ouch. Ouch. <laughs> So I made sure I kept it completely separate. So therefore, listen, IT, these major these major companies, mm-hmm. I was going to say manufacturing companies because that's what it was, but these major million-dollar companies, billion-dollar companies, they have an IT department that can track everything you do. <laughs> you better ask somebody. Your Wi-Fi, every Wi-Fi activity <laughs> that happens, like, do not get caught up yes. and end up getting fired yes. from your mainstream income while you're trying to build your other business yes. up. Yes, get off Facebook. Can. Facebook, the mic. Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> Unless it's for work. Yes. One thing that Amway loved, they, they use the hashtag, and I don't want to make this all about Amway, but I do love the company. She loves Amway. I they do. love her. And they, Shout you know, out to Amway. And it's such a good company in Grand Rapids. But mm-hmm. anyway, some companies do like the culture that, you know, the social right, media they culture. Mm-hmm. So they'll like have you hashtag their company right. while you're on social media. Right. But make sure you keep it separate. Number two, um, Realize that the grind is going to be 
tough for the while you're doing both. It's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of nights where instead of you may want 10 hours of sleep, you might only get six. You might Come only get on. five. That's real. But there's a means to an end. And it's a, a grind, just like when you were in college or when you were a single parent and now you're married again. Whatever the case is, there's always a grind period that don't last forever. Yeah. Like, that's what you have to Ooh, keep in rich. mind. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, it's tough for me to be a mom, a full-time single mom, and then you know, work nine to five and then pick her up and then cook dinner, then put her to bed and then, you know, work on my business a little bit and then do it all over the same day. Right. Mm -hmm. So just know that there's a means to an end and just keep going. It's going to all pay off. You know, I love, I absolutely love everything that you just said. And listen, if you're just now turning on Magic 104.9, you're tuned in to In Life Now Radio with your host, Teresa M. Blakely. And I have here in the studios with me, Tara Jones, president of your or Pretty Pennies. And uh, if you couldn't figure out by the name, guess what? We're talking about money today. And so listen, one of the things that I just find absolutely amazing about you, Tara, is you mentioned a few moments ago that you began your business at the age of 26. Yes, I did. You know what? That's astounding to me. And I'm going to tell you why. And I I want you to talk back to me. We have right now thousands of young black women who are listening to you talk right now and men for that matter, who are going through various situations. But they have dreams, Tara. They have visions of one day being a fill in the blank. In the midst of you pursuing your entrepreneurship journey, how did you overcome the various adversities that came your way? You know, because some a lot, you know, life happens, right? And sometimes you you're like, you know what? I can't do this. I, I can't focus on this. I got I got to do this right here. Talk to the people. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you have again. It's all about that means to an end. I, I want to reference back because I. While I was in the middle of it, I felt the same way. Like, one thing after another, after another, like, is this a sign that I'm not supposed to be doing this? Oh, yes. Come on, talk. You know, that it means for me to fail. Or is this strengthening my character? That's real talk. Come on. Because at the end of the day, we have to realize that once we get to a certain place, we need to have a level of character to stay there. You know what they say? You know what I'm saying? So when you at the bottom and you grinding and you grinding and you grinding, you know how much tough skin, how much callous skin you build? So when you at the top and people are coming for your name, when you have to hire and fire people, when you have to expand your business, when you have to, you know, just do all these different things as an entrepreneur and a business business owner, yeah. when you take risk and deals and deals fall through and you have to yes. learn how to be resourceful. If you don't have all that grit and all of that resourcefulness through your journey, once you get up there, you're going to be looking like, I don't know what to do the moment Ooh, something gets tough because it just gets tougher as you get Oh, oh, you know, as you become higher and higher. Oh, my God. I'm about ready to jump out of my chair. You have to fire people. You have to do partnerships. You have to learn more. You have to do all these different things. So that grind and that push and pull and that resistance that you're experiencing is building muscle. Just Mm. like when you're working out in the gym, the resistance that you feel is is to break down a muscle to build it back up stronger. Break down a muscle to build it back up stronger. (laughs) That's exactly what you're experiencing. I love love what you just said because you know what it made me think about it made me go back to when I I was starting out and you know in life now enterprises has been around for uh, six and a half years we're headed into year seven next year but it makes me go back and think in my mind 
Tara, about all of those times when I felt like I was ready. Okay, I'm ready. You know, to that, yeah. go to that oh, next yeah. place. Oh, but yeah. no, let me tear you down a little bit because you ain't quite ready yet. I need you to build up right here. That's that's good stuff right uh-huh. there. And sometimes we need that because we don't know our own flaws, right? Yeah. So we need the Ooh. resistance to see like, you know what? I, I'm not as strong in this area as I thought I was because if I was, I wouldn't have been experiencing what I'm experiencing. So let me look <laughs> in this area and see how I can get stronger. Mm. You know, for me, with my business, social media was, tough for me because I didn't study. You have to study the ins and outs as a business. One thing to just use it as a personal account. But when you study social media and how to grow a brand Come and on. I'm like hitting potholes and every time I master something, the market would change and social media algorithm would change. And it's like, I just felt so defeated because it's like, I don't have anybody helping me. Come I on. can't pay anybody at Come this on. point because all the income Yeah, the life of a real entrepreneur, real entrepreneur when we start. You know? <laughs> Come on. Like, it was like, okay, but you can't, if you quit, your business it goes away yeah. like nobody else is going to say oh I'll help you I'll pick it back up no this yeah. is your vision yeah. God gave this vision to you so you have to build it so it's like you have to realize that the resistance that you're experiencing is probably because you're lacking skill in that area and just get stronger build that muscle and then go on to something else you know what I love I love that that answer and one of the things that, that you touched on and I just coined it as studying your craft but there's a lot into it but I want you to talk about studying your craft because Social media can have a lot of us thinking that everybody that we're following is always, you know, living, for the lack of a better word, in heaven, if that makes sense. Sis. But the, gr- <laughs> the the hustle is real. <laughs> like, I, you can look on my social media and you'll see pictures of Taryn and flowers and a coffee cup and mm-hmm. a cookie. and But you don't see them late nights when I'm anxious. Come on. When, a, when somebody told me no for yeah. the fifth time. When my daughter Somebody then canceled the the pain client has canceled their appointment again. (laughs) Again. When I have to cancel pain clients appointments because my daughter is sick and throwing up all over me. You know, you don't it's a highlight reel. And so if you are not in the back of or in the middle of the wee night hours when you have time studying your craft, it's going to show eventually. Like you can tell by the way I get on the phone with my clients or how I show up on social media that I studied social media. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I love like it. it will show eventually. So although you're good at doing hair or you're good at with me doing financial plans for for individuals and families or if you're good at radio, if you don't know how to market your radio station, if you don't know how to market your hair care business, if you don't know how to market your financial firm, you're going to be stuck. <laughs> if you don't know how to scale a business. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. There's Come so on. many different things. If you don't know how to manage finances for a business, yes. the IRS is going to be knocking at your door. Ooh. There's so many different things. And just sewing the weave in or just getting online and saying, hi, this is Teresa Blakely. Yes. Like, there's so many things that yes. happen behind the scenes and yes. people want to jump out there without realizing and say, this is a full business. Yes. Yes. Me showing up is just one part. That's right. Oh, that's good. That's oh my god! You know what? I know y'all like. You know what? Who is this lady? <laughs> I just turned on the radio. Who is Coach TMB talking to to today? You are listening to the beautiful voice of President Tara Jones of Your Pretty. 
pennies. Young businesswoman here in the city that is just absolutely doing. She's blazing. You know what? You're blazing a trail. Uh, and, and blazing trails means that there's no one else doing what you're doing. So you're setting the, you're setting the stage. And that was scary. Oh, talk about that. We were just talking about that, weren't we, Teresa? Mm-hmm. And my pastor and my business coach who's out of New Jersey, that is one thing in this season that I had to get over is that when you are an entrepreneur, so I'm a full-time entrepreneur, so I don't get paid by anybody else. If I, 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 what do you say? I hunt what I eat or I have to hunt in order to mm-hmm. eat. Like that's like the lifestyle of entrepreneur, yeah. right? And it's, it's tough. When you realize and when you come from a background of education where your teacher tells you everything you're supposed to do. So you get a syllabus and you get homework assignments and you get a test and you get a a study guide. And then you go from that to being in a nine to five and your employer gives you a job description and they give you daily tasks and they give you monthly goals that you need to reach to go from school to a nine to five to entrepreneurship where everything is from inside of you because you are or supposed to be the visionary for your business. It is very hard to get used to relying on that you have the keys to be for your business to be a success because you're so <laughs> used to getting external yeah. information pushes. and external mm-hmm. pushes mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes God is like, no, I called you to be an entrepreneur. This is the vision and the purpose that is on your life. I need you to execute this because there's people who need you. I need you to execute this because there's people that need you. And you, and real talk, Tara, sometimes I think that, and this is just from my experience in, in observation with, with people, Some you I've come across so many people that don't really believe that they have what it takes to do this thing that they've all, always seen themselves doing. And, and they're doing their self. They're doing themselves such an injustice because you know if you go. Well, I'm not going to put in a shameless plug about my my social media. But if you if you would only just take the time to just sit and think for a moment, you're having all of these various dreams and visions for a reason. And why is that, Tara? Because you've been equipped to do it. Like I don't think people realize when they say they believe in God or that they love God or God created us yeah. humans. He created each one of us uniquely and individually. Yes. And when he created each one of us, he gave us a purpose, a plan and provision. Yes. And so it's and, and he gave us desires. That's yes. another thing. And so and that's one thing I teach all the time. When God when you have like this burning desire, I was just talking to this young lady last night. She said, I have this burning desire to do this and this, but I just can't see it because I'm so busy working my nine to five as a social worker. When you have this burning desire, that is a roadmap of God letting you know this is where you're <laughs> supposed to be headed. Come that on. don't mean just quit your nine to five tomorrow. Would you say that one like, more time? That does not mean <laughs> because we have to realize that skills are transferable. Yeah. So when you are in your Ooh, nine yes. to five, God is like, yes, I need for you to be here so you can experience some things so you can see how a true business works, a successful business works from internally yes. so you can get compassion, so you can get understanding, so you can understand some certain things, whatever your field is. And then once I transition you out of that and you start to become a creator, because I'm a creator, I created you to create, whether you're nine to five for the rest of your life, everybody should have something that they've created and put into the world that pushes yes. humankind forward, right? Yes. That's my opinion anyway. Yes. Um, 
you have to realize that those desires is what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Like, yes. don't downplay those. Yeah. We are flesh. We are human, right? We are mm-hmm. natural beings. So we will experience fear. But fear does not negate the fact that your desire is real. <laughs> Just because you feel the fear does that's not mean so your desire is wrong. Yes. Oh, that's good. Tara, that's good. Yeah. I just, I felt that. Did yeah. y'all feel that? Oh, my God. That's what I tell my clients all the time because that's what, that's what they're meeting right now. And that's what I met. And when I was talking to my friends when I first started Your Pretty Penis, it wasn't, I didn't even have the, I had a vision that I was going to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know how, I didn't mm-hmm. know why, I didn't know when or where or whatever. Yes. Um, I was talking to a friend and they just encouraged me to just start your blog, just put your financial content out, right? Mm-hmm. Because if a little bit of background about me, I was a struggling single mom. So when I was in college, I went to Aquinas College. I stayed in Grand Rapids since I was five. I just mm-hmm. love Grand Rapids, to be honest. Everybody's like, you know, some of the, my, my parents, they like, what? I made a move. I don't like, I'm like, girl, I love Grand Rapids. Like, I have a passion for this city. So I always stay here, even went to college here. Um, and have, unless God moves me somewhere else, I have no reason to leave. But, um, long story short, when I went to Aquinas after mm-hmm. having my daughter in July of okay. 2009, I had to go back in August of 2009. Okay. And I took out student loans. Be, and ne- I had a full ride scholarship to Aquinas. Here's the story. I was a single parent and had no money. Mm-hmm. I had to take out student loans just to feed my child. I had to move out of my apartment, wow. move back to my mom's house, and start over. Hmm. Two oh. car loans, one mine, one when I had a boyfriend who was a bad boy, convinced me to put his car in my name. My, you know, <laughs> I had, and, yeah. he, and he stopped paying, helping me pay the payments. So course, I had two cars. Of course, he did. Mm-hmm. You know, because we it was some ne- lessons we needed to learn. It was because le- <laughs> now I can tell that story to my clients who are young and yes. potentially going that route. And I said, no, 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 this mm-hmm. is how we keep our credit this way. Mm-hmm. Do not put nobody. Do not co-sign on it, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah. So that's my journey in college. I literally went back to school and said, I got to turn this around. Now, what a, if, if I hindsight is 2020, I probably wouldn't took out that many student loans because I didn't need half of it. I probably would have created a plan and executed it. <laughs> yeah. But one thing yeah. I did do for myself, even though I was going to school for biology, mm-hmm. I went and took finance classes. Shut up. Yeah. Because remember, I worked in quality assurance. Like, biology is still my first love. I love health. Really? I wanted to be a doctor. Talk about. There's nugget number two from you that I learned. (laughs) Talk about God putting you where He wants you to be versus where you want to be. I just knew I was going to be a dermatologist. I always have affinity for women. Everybody who knows me knows I had a lot of girlfriends. Yes. I'm like a girl's girl. Hey, who got game night? Game night in my house. You know, like, I'm just surrounded by women. I just love love empowering women. I get along with women so great so I was like oh I'm gonna be a dermatologist and you know I'm gonna be a doctor and this and that going to school for medical school I ended up going back to school I had a biology degree and then a finance degree on top of that Mm. got out was anticipating studying and going to medical school and ended up building a business and now I'm (laughs) full-time entrepreneur Absolutely love it. So, you know what? But I, I and this is what I want to say, and I'm so excited. My tongue is is getting t- getting tied up. But a lot of times, Tara, the things that we try to run away from are so direct, so intricately connected to our purpose and the things that we are supposed to be using to help and impact and be a blessing to others. Yes. Yes. 
and Come that's on. the thing. When I my vision for myself was helping women. I didn't know how. I didn't know why. And back when I went to college, which was in 2007 when I graduated high school and went into college, um, all I could think of doctor, lawyer, veterinarian, you know, the, the nurse, like the mainstream jobs, you don't think of at least from my family. I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurship. I'm a first generation entrepreneur. Me too. You don't think of entrepreneurship. You don't think of he- helping women with their finances mm-hmm. or this or that. So literally, I went to school for finance to dig myself out of my <laughs> own financial trench and in turn it created a business. Wow. Who but does? I would have had no, and to be honest, I can look back and think of how hard it was back then, right? Mm -hmm. To be a single mom at 21, moving back in. And my mom, she helped me, you know, as far as providing a roof. But my mom is a working mom. I had to pay for child care. She wasn't. She was like, "Uh uh-uh, baby. Nor did she have the money to just take care of me and my daughter. Yeah, my mother was the same way. "Uh Uh-uh, baby. Yeah. You're going to get out there. You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. She was like, you got a year or two to live here. Then you out, you know. And I'm grateful for that. Absolutely thankful for my mom. Shout out to her. Um, But. But, you know, you got to realize that whatever it is that you go, whatever you go through, whatever you've been delivered from, whatever you've overcame, that's your provision. That's your purpose because you are an expert in that area. You better say that again. Like I, I, If I never had this debt free journey where I paid off over sixty thousand dollars in two years with a thirty thousand dollar income and side hustling, you know, doing budget reviews and analysis. How could I ever stand on a platform and say this is how you manage money? Wow. You see what I'm saying? I see exactly what you're saying. So now it's like, okay, I can look back and say, man, the struggle was real. But because of my struggle and because me overcoming my struggle, I can make sure other people's struggle don't have to be real. Oh, my God. I can go to these college students and say, stop. First of all, close your legs. Second of all, get your money together. (laughs) Right? Because we can't. Yes, come on. And just, you know, make sure you're you're thinking about the future. You signing this little promissory note right now, you don't realize how much student loans you're taking out and how much is going to affect you in the future. You know how many of my peers in my age group and above that are paying off massive amounts of student yes. loans? And it is just like a yes. dark cloud yes. over their heads. Yes, yes. I can attest to that personally. Yes. And we just don't think of that. And, you know... Unfortunately, our parents don't mm-hmm. warn us about it. Yes. They don't have the money to send us to college. They didn't, you know, do a college savings plan yes. to where we didn't have to take out student loans or they don't sit down with us and say, hey, this is how you manage your mm-hmm. budget or I'm paying off my house. This is how you do this. This is how you buy a house. This is how you manage credit. This is how you manage debt. This is how you create a monthly spending plan. They don't go through that with us. And oh so some of us have to kind of just do it on our yeah, own. Yeah, we got to learn it, learn it the, the hard way, whatever that, that looks like, you know, going through our own personal experiences, going to school to, to learn, yeah. going to the library, getting books. Well, however, we got to do it. We, we have to learn the it. The right? library was my friend because I didn't have money to buy books. <laughs> Come on. I took wealth, I bought wealth books, personal finance books, investment books, all of that. I love even, the library. And even when, but the <laughs> thing is it's like you have to research the level that you want to get to 
That's don't it right start, there. You know, don't say, oh, I'm defeated because oh, I don't have any money in the bank right now. No, I'm going to need you to learn about investing. So when you get out of this world, you already ready for the next level. Oh, that's You good. already know what you're about to invest in. You already know what you're about to pay off. You already know about what you're going to, how you're going to manage your credit and what type of leveraging you're going to do with your credit. You know what I'm saying? You already know. No, I'm not getting any more credit cards because this is what happens. Ooh, you already studied it in your good. trenches. So when you get out, you ready for your next level. I love that. I love that because this is this is what happens in family. I hope that this is truly a hashtag conversations that matters for you on this day as we get ready to bring 2017 to a close. But this is what happens because I know it happens for me. So I know it had to happen for you. The more you start learning and you start in taking in that information, I am now being held accountable because now I know I have the answer, I have the solution, I have the whatever. So now I need to figure out how can I take this information and apply it to Coach TMB's life, right? That's good. Come on. I always say that. And it's it's hard because in the back of your mind, this information is just sitting there. And I always say it's one thing to be ignorant about something. But when you know the answer and you know the information and you still not acting on it, you already know, yo. <laughs> you already know you ain't sitting too well at night. Just like with me, I'm like, I know I shouldn't be eating this cookie. I know it could give me diabetes if I eat all these Reese's cups. I'm just terrible when it comes yeah. to chocolate. It's yeah. ridiculous. Hey, I know I should be exercising and not just, you know, using my exercise time to work on You all up in people's business. business during the holiday season. Because that's me. I know I shouldn't be eating five plates off Christmas dinner. Like, because it's me. Like, girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. still struggle. And then back of your mind it don't sit well with you it's one thing if you didn't know what eating too much would do or what eating too much chocolate would do to diet and you don't know if your grandmother didn't have diabetes and you don't know why she got it you know how she got them diabetes and you You know just like you know you know and then we're watching people like like travis over at at life addicts and we're like you know what i need to call travis and whitney Oh, you being funny? Yeah, what you trying like, to say, know. Travis? What you trying to say, Travis? Hmm, I Stop know. tagging me on social media and the stuff you know I'm supposed to be going to, but not. Yeah. Stop trying to hold me accountable. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what the information does. <laughs> it does. And then when you see all this stuff, you be like, I ain't got no reason. His prices is good. He right around the corner. Come on. This don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. Don't make a sense. So open a book. Study. If there's something, I was speaking on a panel the other week, and this, this young lady said, she actually a question about something that she was un- she, she was unaware of. Mm-hmm. And I said, but if you have the curiosity for it, it's 2017. There are books, there are YouTube videos, there are Google searches. If you are ignorant about something that you're aware of and you still choose to not have you the teaching. knowledge on it, you're that, teaching you, good. you're doing that. That's on yes. you. Yes. That's on you. At the end of the day, there's no excuses. You're right. There is no excuses. I mean, because we, we live in an information age and everything is right at our fingertips. Right. So there's no, none of us can really say, well, I don't know how or I don't know. Right. Because we can find out. Google can help you with so much. When I tell you my first two years, I didn't have a business coach. I built my business. Again, I'm a first generation entrepreneur. I built my business as a business owner for two years just studying YouTube videos, Google and things like that because... 
to be honest, if you don't have the money, you better have the time. If you don't have the time, you better have the money. Listen. So in the beginning, when I was working my nine to five, my nine to five covered my bills. It covered yeah. Terrence Gymnastics. It covered all this other stuff. It didn't cover me investing in a business. And mm-hmm. we don't we don't think of business like that. But if you're trying to build a, a business for longevity, that's an investment. You are putting money from your nine to five into your business. Come on, that's and real. So, and if you don't have just an unlimited amount of income to mm-hmm. pour into your business, you're going to have to put a lot of sweat equity into it, which means you need to start researching. Yes. You need to hit the yes. ground. There's I'm so ready many... to jump and run. You better take advantage of SCORE and, and all these other yes. Grand Rapids. Come um, on, we just know, had Rick on earlier things. this year. Come on, like there's so many things that you can be doing instead of just saying, well, I don't know how to build a business because, so I don't know how this going to work because I don't know how to build a business. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing before we go to, to a break, and, and I, and I want to hear you talk back to me on this. You use the word invested. Whoever you are that and you're listening to Tara and, and the coach talk today, whatever it is that you are desiring to do before you get going, you got to ask yourself this question. Am I fully invested into putting in the time, the work, the, the education, the learning, whatever it is that I need to do. Right, Tara? That's so good. That's so good. I think people fail to realize, I put this, this other day on my social media, <laughs> I said, you know, it takes discipline and follow through and time and money and effort and all these different things to build a business, to pay off debt, to increase your income, to pay off your house, whatever it is, commit to something and (laughs) fully invest mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, invest in it. Stop saying, oh, this is hard. I'm good. That's resistance to build your muscle. Keep going. You are invested despite my bank account. I'm invested. Despite my living situation, I'm invested. Despite the city I live in, despite that it's snowing outside, I'm invested. Remember you told me about the snow? She's like, I thought you wasn't going to come. I'm invested. I came 30 minutes earlier. I left out the house because I'm invested. Come on, I'm invested. I'm invested. Oh, that's, that's rich. I have been, and so here, I want, listen, I have been intentional this week. Um, the creator just impressed upon my hearts began it began last week to start getting in my storylines on instagram and challenging people to wake up on purpose hashtag w-u-o-p wake up on purpose tag me (laughs) (laughs) wake up on purpose if you are listening to this show today it is because you have purpose and tara and i are coming into agreement right now and we're telling you it's time for you to wake up on purpose we'll be back in a few minutes Thank you so much. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in to In Life Now Radio. Listen, I have been so excited about this conversation that we're having with Tara Jones, president of Your Pretty Pennies. But listen, I need to let you know that In Life Now Radio is being brought to you by our title sponsor, Gears Law with Brent Gears. Do you have an estate plan in place? Call 616-965-6864. That's 616-965-6864. Estate planning is an essential part of your financial portfolio. It's not just for the wealthy. Call Brent Gears with Gears Law at 
1-855-685-6864 or visit him online at Gears Law. That's G-E-E-R-S-L-A-W dot com. You know what? This is just, you know what? You just have, I don't even have a word right now. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm in awe with you, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> And um, I don't call you the coach for nothing, right? Because you inspire so many of us. And that was just what I was thinking the first segment. Like, how can I just really just take a moment and show my appreciation for you? Six years you've been doing this. Yes, despite ma'am. resistance. Yes, despite ma'am. Despite the setbacks. Maybe not getting the funding or the airtime or whatever. And, you know, me and you talked about different things on and off. The times where I reached out to you and say, Teresa, I don't know. This person, I think they're getting over on me. What are you? Yeah. Listen, come here. Let me bring you yeah. under my wing. Thank you for oh. being a pillar <laughs> oh, in this community you. to young entrepreneurs like us. Because it's truly, I can look at you and say, okay, that's my North Star. I know oh. there's a next level. I know I can get there. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you have to. Oh, my God. Thank you. They know I'm a crybaby. I will cry on the air. <laughs> I will I cry on the air. the first time you heard it, but. You know, you just, you don't realize, unless somebody tells you, you don't know how much of an impact you're making. Mm. And so I follow all of your stuff, especially on Facebook. You know, I'm in your inbox. So, <laughs> like, you, thank you. I want to publicly you. say thank you. Oh, I appreciate you. I, I really do. And, and and thank you for that. Because sometimes you're right. We don't know um, that how much we are touching people's lives. So it's nice sometimes, you know, for folks to let you know, you know, hey, I follow you, Tara. You know, I love what you're doing. Yep. Keep going. You know, mm-hmm. woo, woo, woo. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, so listen, you are the the uh, founder, you're the president of Your Pretty Pennies. Yes. Let's, let's talk about this for, for a little bit. Uh, and family, I want y'all to hold on to your seats because she blessed you in the first half. And if you just turned on the radio and you missed the first half, oh my God, you missed a treat. But she getting ready to get in your business about this money because she's a financial advisor, planner, and a financial coach. So Your Pretty Pennies. What was the reason for you starting this company? The reason why I started this company because I made a promise to God back when I first started taking financial classes and and reading these books and my world opened up. My Mm. world's completely transformed and transcendent where I was physically at, right? And I said, there is just so much information that my African-American counterparts where women and where just individuals who who weren't taught certain things came mm-hmm. from a certain area came up yeah. in certain upbringing just don't have the knowledge of I won't mm-hmm. say access to because mm-hmm. we are in an information age and mm-hmm. I put quote unquote because if no there's so much information out there and we have so many struggles going on that sometimes it's hard to think outside your box. You be right at the end of the day, you're ready to unwind because yeah. of the day to day struggle. Yeah. You don't even want to see if there is anything out there. Mm-hmm. And so what my mission was to do and reason why I started Your Pretty Pennies was really to teach women, young women how to manage their money the way I did, how to just, you know, just Mm. just provide the financial content and say, here, this is how you can do your finances. This is how you create a budget. This is how you can manage money. This is how you can build credit. This is how you can leverage credit. This is how you can buy your first home, things like that. Um, And just have the information available. It then spiraled to me doing speaking engagements and empowering women financially. Yes, because I've been seeing your name all over. It, It like literally that, 
what my my thing that I started at first was just the blog, just to get all of the knowledge I Shut had out of my head. All of this from a blog. All from a blog. I didn't even have a gateway to get paid, right? <laughs> that wasn't even all my I know idea. Is I'm supposed to do it. I, I'm just supposed to do it. And I said, all right, I, I paid my friend who's a graphic. I paid my friend Come on. who's a graphic designer because she has a business. And <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and so I paid her and I just threw on my blog and started posting content and it started gaining traction and people are like, can I pay you? Can I do this? Can I do that? And I said, okay, I was teaching people on the side back in college mm-hmm. and even when I was working at Amway how to make budgets and doing financial analysis for them in their personal life. Mm-hmm. Again, it wasn't enough to where I had to report it to the IRS and I right. never consider myself a coach yeah, just a or change. expert. It's just a little mm-hmm. change and kind of more like helping yeah. people around me more yeah. than anything. Like it really wasn't like this business venture. Right. You know? And so when I started that blog, it just really transformed and it really transformed a lot of lives and it gave access to information and gave hope and encouragement because people can look at me and say she young black and has a debt free story just like I'm trying to get from one of these student loans I'm trying to get under from under this credit card debt this auto loan this payday loan whatever it is I can identify with her and that's what made me keep going I love that so when you started out it was just because you had a genuine love of love in your heart to want to help people with whatever they was coming to you with whatever they was coming to me for and it would happen to be finance and I knew the information I studied it I experienced it I had information and I had experience okay I, I, I like that answer so as you began to get more and more people inquiring uh, of you what was the when did the light bulb turn on where and you were like okay Tara you got something here May of 2017. Shut up, really? That it was the day, because God kept leading me to take to do a faith move, right? Okay. And telling me to depart from my job. And me, I'm an analytical thinker. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I went for biology and finance. We mm-hmm. know I'm, it's I, gotta, it make, gotta sense. make sense. You're I, like I'm Brian. I'm not a, mm-hmm. a faith person. I am now, and you mm-hmm. have to be, if you're an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, you have to rely on faith more than anything. Mm-hmm. Me, I was like, no, it gotta make sense on paper. It has to, I need a trajectory. <laughs> I need a yeah. chart. A forecast. A forecast. You know, <laughs> I just have to be that way. Long story short, in May, when I completely gave my life to Christ back in January, mm-hmm. by May, I was completely confident in the fact that I can execute this business and grow it to where I can remain an entrepreneur and not go back to a nine to five. I received the revelation when I was reading the Bible, and I'm not trying to get too churchy on y'all, but I am uh, re- very spiritual. But long story short, I read the passage, Matthew 6, 33, mm-hmm. and then it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added onto you. The desires of your heart will be added onto your life. Mm. And I was like, that's what's missing. That's the, that light bulb went off. And, and I said, because I experienced people who have a great nine to five and they feel like they're doing their purpose, but their salary is low mm-hmm. or their income is not matching or their, you know, the something is always lacking is off. Mm-hmm. or there's people who are making a lot of money, but they don't like their job. Mm-hmm. So you have to have both. You have to have both living in your God given purpose and you know, you know, seeing the fruits of your labor. labor yes. You you can't. No one wants to live impoverished. Nor yes. are you supposed to. Yes. So you have to use your income, mm. your provision that was given to you through your purpose to fund what it is that you want to manifest in your life. And ever since then, I've been running with that message. I said, if you got one or the other, you're going to be constantly dissatisfied. But the moment you get into both, and that's why we started off the first half talking about creating something and mm-hmm. not necessarily 
necessarily full-time entrepreneurship even if it's part-time and you work in a nine-to-five, but you have something that just, you're a consultant. So let's say if you work in nonprofit and you are a consultant for other nonprofits and you just love nonprofit work, that is your passion. Mm-hmm. And then the money that you make, you need to create a financial plan for that income to manifest the desires, mm-hmm. the freedom, That's the lifestyle. Beautiful. What car do you want to drive? Because you have to sew back into you that, right? You have to sew back into it. It has to be full circle. Otherwise, you're going to be dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. Like you are a spiritual being and a human being. Mm. Ooh, that's Nobody good. wants to just be out you here teaching grinding good today, and lady. working <laughs> and, and not receiving the fruits of their labor. Yes. And I think people say, oh, well, that's just too much to ask for. And no, it's, it's like, not. no, it's not. That's what you were created for. Come on. That's good stuff. And the reason why you're never going to, you can get to a place of satisfaction. I think people don't think that. That it's always going to be something that's wrong. That is a lie, and mm-hmm. I rebuke that. And I truly believe that if you create a financial plan that allows you to use your income to create the lifestyle that you want to desire, you will feel so much better, and you will get through your financial goals a lot quicker. I like this. Okay, so you just said the key phrase, you have to create a financial plan. But I hear somebody saying, But you know what, Tara? I don't have a lot of money. How in the world am I going to create a financial plan? Matter of fact, what is a financial plan, Tara? Okay, so a financial (laughs) plan that what I suggest should cover five areas, right? It should cover how you manage your money on a monthly basis. So that starts with your monthly budget and how you manage your money, spending requirements, things that you're going to stop spending on. So decreasing some of those expenses, increasing your cash flow, if that's what you need. We just talked about that. It's going to be hard in 2017 and beyond to live off one income. If Mm -hmm. you have been struggling to make ends meet or you feel like the moment you pay your bills and and have a little fun, you're depleted, you're not bringing in enough income or your your expenses Mm. are too high. Wow. So that's the first thing. You just just helped some seasoned folk Uh, with that one. Come on. The (laughs) second part of your financial plan needs to be your savings plan. Okay. So do you have money in the bank to where if you get a flat tire tomorrow or if you wake up and your battery dies or if you need a root canal and you have a copay, do you have enough money to cover that? Yeah, without depleting your bank and without, you know, putting yourself in a financial rut. If not, you need to create a savings plan to build up some savings. That's good. The third thing, and also in savings, you could talk about investments and things like that once you're debt free. That's also a part of your savings plan. It's like investing slash long term savings. Wow. The third thing is debt repayment. If you have a non leverageable debt, which means debt that doesn't make you money, like a business loan yeah. or um, a mortgage, You need to get rid of that. Mm. It's time to say bye-bye to building somebody else's empire when you could be building your own. Now, I already told you, I understand, (laughs) Teresa, how them them, uh, student loan payments come through once you're out of college. I get it. But I am not the type, I'm not the coach that's going to advise you to just let that draw out. Get rid of it sooner than later. Create a financial plan that just has you paying off debt quickly. Oh, my God. Mm. Number four, your credit. Mm-hmm. It's 2017 going mm-hmm. into 2018. Your credit can play a major part in your interest rates, your premiums for like your uh, health insurance, your life insurance, your um homeowner's insurance, your renter's insurance, they look at your credit score. Mm-hmm. If even if For some, even if you get a job, 
some levels I was just of thinking jobs about that when you said will that. look at your credit score mm-hmm. and that's because or your credit report and mm-hmm. that's because it shows how well, essentially, they think it shows how wise and how stable and how strategic okay. and, and you know, like stable you are Stabil- with managing money. Stability. Okay. Because at the end of the day, if you are unstable with money, your life is unstable because Ooh, so many good. things depend on money. Oh, my God. So it's a good parallel to say, hmm, this person on her credit report, she's taken out 18 loans. She's taken out six credit cards. She has two auto loans. And she's lived in six addresses in the last two years. Mm, mm, I don't think mm. we want to hire her because if she's unstable in her home life, she's going to be unstable in the work life. Listen, that was so good, y'all. I had to write that down. You said if you're, correct me if I'm wrong, if your money is sta- unstable. Your life will be your every, life. every other area. We as human beings, we don't compartmentalize. If you are a jerk at home, you're probably a jerk at work. <laughs> if you are financially unstable or if you are unstable mentally at home, you're going to mm-hmm. be mentally unstable yeah. at work. Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. think you're having financial problems will not affect your work life, yeah. You're wrong. Oh, that's oh man. That that is so good and and from my perspective where I come in as a coach, I firmly firmly believe too that uh your personal life, your personal development, you can't have uh prof- you know, you can't excel in professional development and then your personal life is all jacked up. Personal and professional are married. They are. So you can't have one without the other because it's going to show up somewhere. Somewhere somehow. That's good. And the fifth the fifth component of a good financial plan is insurance. Now, I know a lot of people do not think of insurance when it comes to personal finances, but literally your insurance policies is what helps you keep the money that you have in savings, the money that you have invested. It helps you not to rely on credit cards because it protects you from major financial disasters. So, for example, health insurance. If you have a health insurance policy, heaven forbid, if somebody goes to the hospital and let's say their stay costs 20000 and with the health with the health insurance policy, you only have to pay 20% and maybe like a $2,000 copay mm-hmm. versus if you had no health insurance, you'll be paying the whole bill. Yes. Or if you had a $100,000 emergency, you see what I'm saying? Life insurance, if heaven forbid somebody's <laughs> in your family passes away. <laughs> this is good. You know, somebody has to bury you. Yes. And I'm tired of seeing these GoFundMe's. That, that's not Come a on, because that's where my policy. mind just went to. You yes. already know it Yes. Because <laughs> it's not a policy. Policy. Like, yes. and it's not a guarantee, but it only costs $40 a month. Mm-hmm. If you stop buying coffee, coffee, shoes, pumps, <laughs> winter boots every month, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. new handbag, shirt, mm-hmm. just buy one less top this month. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, you can afford your life insurance policy. That can be enough to do two things. Number one, cover your funeral expenses. And number two, allow your family to absorb the cost of your a stream of income going away because that's what we don't realize when you are a two-parent household let's say for example um and your husband dies or if the wife dies that is a major blow to their financial plan because yeah. that stream of income is gone oh my god and so if you have a life insurance policy that can sustain the mother with the children or the father with the children until he can work some things out to where he earns more income or another stream of income is built, that's ideal. You know what? I absolutely 
And I am just taken aback by everything that you have already shared. And listen, family, this is why the coach wanted to have this young lady on the show uh, today. And what a great way to uh, end 2017 strong for you all than to have the expert come on and talk to us all about how we can come up in various areas when it comes to our money. Because I don't know about you. Tara and I were kind of talking about this before we went on on the air but you know in, in the in the black community uh, a lot of us didn't have our parents didn't teach us how to work the money mm-hmm. and for some of us you know our parents had money and they were doing various things and very successful but th- and they learned from their parents so we, we don't fault them to a, a great degree but they didn't teach us what we needed to know Right. So that we could teach our kids. Right. You don't learn it in school. Come on. You you don't. So you got to go get them books like you was just talking about or go to school or whatever the case may be. And that's the thing. My I have an eight year old and I'm still a single parent. I'm still doing everything on my own. So by default, some of the things that I do, she already has. to know. She already picks up on. Mm -hmm. But I'm very intentional to where I'm ingraining in her since she could read and write. That's it. Even though you go to school and you're learning about half this history stuff that never really happened and it's twisted. Let me give you some real facts. Come on. So let me sit you down (laughs) and say... This is how you manage a budget. This yeah. is how mom, how yeah. much mommy brought in this month. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes as parents, we feel like we have to shelter our children, especially mm-hmm. if we're going through something p- yeah. bad and mm-hmm. tragic. Mm-hmm. That is a great way to build that character yeah. that we were just talking about. Yeah. Because I'm, although I'm not a firm believer in always rising from ashes, right? Because if you get so accustomed to rising from the ashes, you'll find yourself burning houses down just to rise again. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But at the end of the day, my daughter will have a mental and physical and financial toughness to where later on in life, whenever something happens to her, she's going to say, this is my history. This is where I came from. Yes. I already know the system to put in place to get me out of this, to turn this thing around because my mom showed me since I was four. I I love that. And, And as parents, for all of you who who are tuned in, who are parents. You know, we have to do a better job of imparting into our our children and actually sitting down with them and showing them various things when it comes to finances, life, whatever the, the, the whatever case may be. We, we need to do that. So here, here's where I want to go. You know, uh, Your Pretty Pennies has been around. You've been doing Your Pretty Pennies before there was a Your Pretty Pennies yes, brand. Yes, <laughs> For five years. I technically, like if I technically call it coaching, I've been coaching for five years, but my brand has been around for two. Here's here's where I want to go with, with my question. Uh, as you began to help more and more people and you were coaching them into their financial success, when they initially were coming to you, Tara, what were some of the themes that you were seeing? The themes that I was seeing is, number one, they don't know what they want. They only are hmm. seeing where they are. Okay. And so... One thing I always tell them is that I need for you to create a vision for your life of what you want, because then that is going to be what we do in between there will get you from point A to point B. But if you don't have a point B, I don't know how to help you. I can okay. tell you to pay off debt. I can tell you to create a business. I can tell you to repair your credit. But we need purpose. Like it, it always has to be a reason behind you gotta be intentional. it. We have to be intentional and we have to be motivated. Like motivate, motivation is fleeing. And like Zig Ziglar always says, 
like a bath every day you need motivation so you have to have a vision that motivates you that makes you want to stick to your debt repayment yeah. plan that makes yeah. you want to build your credit yeah. and it can't be oh I want my credit 750 because I want a 750 no what do you want a 750 credit score for, for? Okay. do you want good. it to, to have a two bedroom three bathroom home for your children what does it look like what does that bathroom that bathroom look like what does your bedroom look like okay. what does the kids bedrooms look like what okay. neighborhood are you going to so be living in so you make people so dig your clients I make dig people dig okay. because it's not finances are not sexy the <laughs> debt repayment plan that you know that that gray area between point A and point B is not always fun. Oh, yeah. So that's why you have to latch on Because we got to get real with you. We got to yeah. put it all out there. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to latch on to something that's good that's yeah. like, oh, that feels so good. If mm. I can just get to this point, that'd yeah. be good. And these are the steps I'm taking to get to that point. Okay. So that's like one that. thing. Have a vision for your life that you need, that, that, that is backed up by your financial plan. Okay. And number two, let's just take a moment and if you've never heard of the term delayed gratification, I'm going to need you to study it and post it <laughs> because a lot of individuals, especially in my generation and a little bit above, mm -hmm. they feel so entitled and are so demanding to having everything they want come right on, now. Come on, yes. And it's like, none of that mm -mm. works. And I was guilty of it. I mm -hmm. used to look at my mom and my dad and say, man, I want to drive an infinity like my mom. Mm -hmm. I want a, a, a house in Kenwood that's built from the ground up like mm -hmm. my mom. I want mm -hmm. this, I want that. And my mom had to keep telling me, and I was like 21. Mm -hmm. And my mom's like, first <laughs> of all, I'm in my 50s. Yes, come on. At 21, you wouldn't even want to live in the apartment I lived in. So oh, let's see? be clear. There's a process. Ooh, that's that's what I was going to say. Yes, there is a process. Come on. And I'm still in Ooh, my process, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting here talking, but I'm still a student of yeah, life, too. Like, I'm too. not an expert either. Like, mm -hmm. every day there's something new to learn. Even as I grow my business, I look at Teresa. Oh, I can't wait till I'm six years in business. I can't wait till I'm on the radio or whatever my ambitions are. And it's like, but it's a process. It's a process. Oh, you're gonna that's have rich. to dig in the trenches a little bit, build that character up, just like we talked about in entrepreneurship. You gotta do it in finances. Because let's be clear, if somebody hands you a million dollars tomorrow, Ooh. you ain't gonna know what to do with it. You, you sound like my husband it. now. What you gonna do with that money? Are you gonna be broke in listen, two years? Seventy six percent of most of Lottery winners who win multi-million dollars are bankrupt within five years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because yes. they have absolutely no financial discipline, no delay gratification, no experience wow. in managing money. So this is your time while you are preparing for your next level to put those those uh. those um ideas in place, put that discipline in place, put those strategies in place to where the more money you make, the better you get with money. It should not be the other way around. Oh my God. So listen, the time is drawn to a close, but listen, okay, you've already blessed us impacted our lives with so many nuggets already. So this is the next question I'm going to ask you. What three tips could you give us today that we could apply to our lives and take in, take in now and apply them in 2018 when it comes to our finances? Number one, like I just talked about, create that vision and get the very vision. detailed every okay. area of your life. Okay. Just because you're working on your financial house, it needs to be attached to other things because again, the, the, the debt repayment plan or the your credit building house. plan is not fun to do. Like That's not something that you just wake up and say, oh, I can't wait to pay off more debt today. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, but if you have a vision to say, I'm paying off debt because I can't wait to invest in my business. Yeah. I can't wait to start saving for my daughter's college fund. Yeah. And this income that I'm spending over here in student loans could really be building somebody else's future, building my business's future, building, you know, a church that I want to do, give more, sow more, uh, help me lose weight by hiring a financial or a fitness coach, whatever it is, get very clear on the vision that you have for 2018. Okay. Number one, in all areas of your life, not just finances. Yes, that's right. All areas. Number two, write compelling statements for each of those. Mm. So for me, my thing is fitness. I want to say, you know what? In 2018, (laughs) I want to lose such and such inches. I'm hiring this Mm -hmm. person for Mm a... for, co- for, you know, fitness sessions yes. every week, yes. blah, blah, blah. I'm going such and such time a week. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to put a dollar amount to that. How okay. much does it cost for that gym membership? Mm-hmm. You want to start achieving some financial oh, goals? Good. Get real intentional about the financial okay. goals. So or, we're getting very specific. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, in all honesty, the reason why people save money or they want to repair their credit or whatever is never to do something financially. It's to, it's to support another part of their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I want to increase my income is because I want to be able to hire a financial or a fitness coach. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to grow my business. Oh, I want to be able to buy a home. So how much is it going to cost for you to buy a home? Have you researched how much it is to live in the area that you want to live in? Have you researched how much it's going to cost a month for that fi- that fitness coach mm. or for that gym membership or you know anything like put a number to your financial goals and then break that that number up into 12 months so by the end of 2018 you have achieved it so if you want to pay off 10,000 in debt divided by 12 in each month that's how much you need to be putting towards your debt I like that okay I like that. So, you know what? That takes us right on into um, you have something absolutely fantastic coming up in January. Talk to us about it. Yes. So, I have launched and like started promoting my first event here in Grand Rapids, and it's the Ultimate Financial Vision Board Workshop. Yes. Yes. And I'm yes. so excited because I'm giving you all the tea and giving you all the things that I do to create financial goals and lifestyle goals and achieve them because let's be clear it's cool to just vision board but i but if you don't have the goal statements if you mm-hmm. don't have them posted if you don't know how you're going to do something if you don't have your finances backing the goals that you're putting out that you say you want to do you're not going to achieve them and i don't know about you i've been to several vision board parties yeah year after year and that vision board does not come to fruition because you don't put have any a plan you don't have a plan behind the vision board. i like that and so in this workshop in this workshop literally i teach you how to create financial goals and mm-hmm. i walk with you it's a workshop it's not a a woo-woo session. It's not for an hour and you leave and get empowered and hear me talking and no, no, no. Mm-hmm. You got work. You gonna do some work you too. You got some work. You got I some work like to be those doing. kind of workshops, yeah. Tara. Yeah. You got some work to do. <laughs> we gonna first have we gonna create our financial goals. We're okay. gonna create our lifestyle goals. We're gonna write them all down. We're gonna put a number to them. We're gonna break mm-hmm. it out for 12 months and I ha- I'll be walking around. You, I'm a financial success coach. If you have any personal questions, I'll be answering. Second half, we have lunch. Lunch is provided. Second half, we're gonna do a vision board creation. And then I have my own special vision boarding process to where I teach you how to put a vision board together that's based on the goals that you set in all the areas of your life and the financial portion that you They're need to all say connected. is all connected. You you try to go ahead and, and live life without using money. <laughs> you can't. You can't. So if you sit up here and try to create a vision board and manifest life with no money, 
you're going to be just like mm-hmm. you were in 2017. And I'm tired of seeing my friends and my coworkers and my peers and my community trying to achieve goals that they set in 2015. Mm. It's about to be 2018. I love it. I love it. So where can... I'm sorry. Go ahead. There was more you were going to share. So Saturday, January 6, 2018, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., the ticket includes lunch, a morning mimosa bar, the financial workshop portion, and the vision board creation. And I also give a special gift at the end. I love it. I love it. And that's called, if you missed it, the Ultimate Financial Vision Board Workshop being facilitated by financial coach and planner Tara Jones. You want to make sure that you go to Eventbrite right now. Or matter of fact, you can go to her website. Mm-hmm. What's your website? Yourprettypennies.com backslash events to sign up for it. I love it. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute pre- pleasure. Thank you for your love and your support. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at CoachTMB. Go over and stay in the world of In Life Now on Facebook at In Life Now Talk Media. And remember, as CoachTMB all always says to live your best life in life now until next Sunday it's gonna be 2018 y'all I'll see you on the other side